Welcome to the weekly podcast, recorded live at Glory City Church, Brisbane. We hope you are blessed by this week's sermon. Amen. Well, thank you for your prayers. I'm so excited. God is so faithful. He is so true. And I've just come back from holiday. Um, And doing that, I always get... Uh, the opportunity when I'm not having to think about work. Sorry for those of you who've written to me and I haven't answered you. Tomorrow I will give it a go. Hallelujah. Some of you will get an answer. Praise the Lord. (laughs) I do my best. Just have mercy on me. I love you. Um, But uh, I, I love holiday because I get the opportunity to think about things I don't normally think about and just get revelation and read and just explore what the Lord is saying and doing. So I've got about three messages I wanna share with you, but we will just do one today. Hallelujah. (laughs) Oh, Father, help in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord. Well, today I wanna share with you some things that I was just reading in the Word of God. I've been indulging in the book of Romans. And it is so wonderful. I love the book of Romans. It's such a magnificent book of the grace and the kindness of God. It's a picture of our need for salvation and the goodness of God in giving it to us. Hallelujah. And what that looks like. But I want to draw your attention to Romans 8. You can get happier. Yeah. Romans 8, 26 says here, likewise the Spirit helps us in our weakness. Has anyone ever experienced weakness? The Spirit helps us. He's our helper, our ever-present help in time of need. My time of need is all the time. And the more you recognize your time of need, the more you'll ask for help. And here's the revealed will of God for you, that if you're feeling weak, the Holy Spirit wants to help you. Hooray! Likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. Just ask Him for help. It's how I got saved. I said, Lord, I can't see you. I don't know you. It's very hard to sing and worship and pray to somebody I can't see and don't know. And so I said, help, help. And right there in the middle of worship, just as a (laughs) 12-year-old, He made Himself real to me. And help has been my best prayer ever since. Help, and He does because he wants to. So you can attach your faith to your help prayers, hallelujah, knowing that that's what he delights to do. He helps us in our weakness, for we do not know what to pray for as we ought. But the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. I'm gonna read it to you in the Passion Translation here, um, verse 26. Hallelujah. Good stuff. It says here, verse 26, and in a similar way, the Holy Spirit takes hold of us in our human frailty to empower us in our weakness. For example, at times, we don't even know how to pray or know the best things to ask for. But the Holy Spirit rises up within us to super intercede on our behalf pleading to God with emotional sighs too deep for words. That word super intercedes or hyper intercedes, it 
it's a, as you look at it in, in the Greek, it's actually more than just saying a, a nice prayer for you. It's a continuous, deep calling to deep, interceding specifically for you, continuously. Fascinating thought. Then you skip down to Romans 8:34. In the ESV it says here, who condemns us? Christ Jesus is the one who died. More than that, who was raised, who's at the right hand of God, who is indeed interceding for us. So not only is the Holy Spirit interceding for us, Jesus himself is interceding for us, is praying for us, which is pretty amazing when you think about it. I'm gonna read it here in the Passion Translation. Verse 34. Who then is left to condemn us? Certainly not Jesus, the anointed one. For he gave his life for us. And even more than that, he has conquered death and is now risen, exalted and enthroned by God at his right hand. So how could he possibly condemn us since he is continually praying for our triumph? Jesus is continually praying for our triumph. The Holy Spirit is interceding for us better than any person on earth could intercede for you. Like I so appreciate intercessors. Thank you for those of you who intercede for me and my family. I value it highly. But even my most committed intercessors have to sleep. But Jesus himself, day and night, intercedes continually for me. The Holy Spirit intercedes for me according to the perfect will of God with groans, with sighs, because he loves me and because he loves you. Hallelujah. This is such a, a radical, glorious thought. But as I thought about it today, I thought, well, what are they praying? Continually to the Father. Fascinating to me when, when we read you know, about the Holy Spirit praying for us, we read that um, back in, in verse 34 where we read before, we read that um, he, he prays for us according to the, the imperfect harmony with God's plan and, with our, and our destiny. He prays for us in perfect harmony with God's plan. So when God prays for us, when the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of the Father, the Spirit of the Son is interceding for us, it's in perfect harmony with the will of God. When Jesus is praying for us, he's praying in perfect harmony because there's no disagreement. So the Holy Spirit and the Son are not there coming to the Father saying, please, would you consider helping Catherine today? I'm begging you. She really needs your help. Father, please, I know we help her a lot. Please, Father, please help her. She really needs help today. Please help her. And the Father says, well, because you both really, really want it. You know, when they're praying, they are not begging God to do something that he doesn't want to do. 
The Word of God tells us that they are praying in perfect harmony with the will of God. So how are they praying? Are they praying, if you're sick, are they praying, Lord, please heal them. Father, please, please have mercy. They're really suffering, like they're, really, they're in a lot of pain today. Please, would you please heal them? Do you think they're praying like that? No, because God doesn't need to be convinced that you need healing. So then, how are they praying? What are they asking? As the Holy Spirit and the, the, the Son is there interceding for you specifically, what are they saying? Well, if it's in union and harmony, perfect harmony with the will of God, then I believe they're coming before the Father and they're saying things like this. Father, thank you that you love Catherine so much. Thank you. Help her today. Help her to know how much we love her. Help her to deeply experience it. I pray that you would uh, help her and lead her as she reads the word today. Lead her to the right things. Bring to her remembrance what you want her to remember. Bring to her remembrance the truth that you love her so much. And the father goes, yes, yes, yes. They'll say things like, help her to know that by your stripes she's healed. Help her to remember that. Help, lead her. Just get her, her mind thinking about that. Help her. Lead her in the word. Remind her of your words. Remind her of our sacrifice. Help her to remember. And the father says, yes. They might pray for you saying, would you help Mark today? Help him to know how righteous he is. Help him to know that he's clean, that he's holy, that he's pure. Oh, isn't it wonderful that we've been able to purchase salvation and righteousness for Mark. Help him today to know it, to really get within his spirit a revelation that he'll be able to articulate and change the world with. Thank you that you for the gift of Mark today. Thank you that he is gonna, his voice is gonna go out throughout the nations. Lord, help him, guide him today, help him. And the Father's yes, yes. And the Holy Spirit's yes. And, the, and Jesus is saying yes. This is gonna be awesome. I believe that as they come together, they're not begging the Father to please do something. They're actually reminding him of the word of God, not because he's forgotten, but so that they can come together and celebrate the truth of his will. Isn't this wonderful? Here she is feeling a little discouraged. Father, I thank you that you are her joy. Oh, isn't it wonderful that the joy of the Lord is Catherine's strength today. I thank you, Father, that they are, uh, that, that Catherine today is able to receive the joy of the Lord. Open up her heart. I thank you, Lord. We're gonna lift up her head today. Let us see, open the eyes of her understanding. Help her, help her to pray the word of God. Help her, remind her. Let her hear the sound of you singing over her today. Hallelujah. And the Father will go, yeah. Yes, it's awesome. And, the, and Jesus will be saying, yes. And the revealed will of God will be echoing throughout the hallways of heaven. 
This is the will of God for Catherine today. And as the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit are doing this, the Holy Spirit is prompting you to open your mouth and start to pray. And you begin to pray in the Spirit with groanings, with sighs, with uh, words that are come, from, come from the very Spirit of God. And as you're doing that, the Bible tells us that he who prays in an unknown tongue edifies himself that they get built up on their most holy faith as they're praying in the Spirit. So when we open our mouth and we intercede, what we do is we join in with this glorious fellowship that's going on in heaven, this glorious party that's happening in heaven about you. In heaven, there's this continual conversation going on. Help Catherine to reach the world with the gospel. Help her voice to be heard in homes all over the world. This is gonna be wonderful. Thank you, Lord, from before time began, you predestined that her voice would be heard in houses around the world and that people would hear the word of the Lord and be saved. God, we celebrate her life today. Thank you for the destiny that you've put on her life. And this is echoing throughout heaven. And then as I start to pray, in the Spirit, the Holy Spirit's interceding through me, for me, with the very same prayers that are being heard in heaven. is glorious. And the more we open our mouth, the more we get to join in with this glorious intercession. It's overwhelming, it's beyond what we can comprehend. So the Lord says, pray for supernatural strength so you can understand this love that passes knowledge because it's way beyond your human ability to comprehend. And so we pray and the Holy Spirit's also praying, oh, strengthen her so she can actually get over herself and realize that she is just loved. She's been delivered from self, that she's one of us, she's with us, she's part of our family, she's part of our body. Help her to realize that she's not an orphan trying to measure up, but she's fully accepted, fully uh, qualified by us, that we rest upon her, that my life is in her. Help her to remember that she's completely righteous. She doesn't have to earn right standing with God, but she's received by faith the righteousness of God in Christ. Help her to remember and see it so that she can join in with celebratory praise, thanking God for the good things that he's laid up in advance for us together to do today. Hallelujah. I, that's just what I imagine is, is going on <laughs> in heaven. But you see, the good news is that when we start to think about this, we begin to understand the value of praying in the Spirit. This is all part of joining in the party. When you got saved, the Bible says, all of heaven started celebrating. I've got really important news for you today. They haven't yet stopped celebrating. <laughs> Heavenly parties, you don't even have to sleep. You don't have to go home by midnight, Joseph. <laughs> Heavenly parties just 
keep going and they keep going with this divine intercession that's not worried and anxious, but declaring the will of heaven, declaring the will of the Father, repeating it back to the Father so the Father can say, that's right, yes, yes, yes. And it's resounding yes, going out throughout heaven, being interceded through us by the Spirit of God himself. This glorious yes is there in the heavenly realms. It's the revealed will of God. You know, F.F. Bosworth used to say, faith begins where the will of God is known. When you know what God's will is, you can have faith. Whatever you ask according to the will of God, you can have, right? Hallelujah. If our hearts don't condemn us, we have confidence before God and whatever we ask, we receive. Praise the Lord. We have this confidence knowing, thank you, God. I am not disqualified. Thank you, Father, that by grace I've been saved through faith. Thank you, Lord, that as I've put my faith in the Son of God as the Savior of the world, you've come, you've taken away my uncleanness, you've taken away my crookedness, you've made the crooked places straight in me, you've given me, transferred to me your righteousness. I'm holy, I'm clean, I'm pure. I'm in right standing with God, not just technically, but completely. You've actually taken my crookedness, thrown it away, and given me your glorious righteousness. I've become part of your family. I've even received your name. I have a new name. I'm named by God. I, am, I have his family name. Hallelujah. So I'm not an orphan on the outside. Therefore, I don't have to pray like one. Just as Jesus and the Holy Spirit know how to intercede for us, when we understand what they're doing, then our prayer life should change as well. That instead of going, please God. I mean, I hear it, people come to me for prayer for healing and they try to convince me about why they really need it. They say things like, please pray for my sister. She's such a good person and yet she's been suffering for so long. She, it, the, the pain's gotten really intense. I wouldn't bother you, except that this is really serious. Please, she's got three little kids. Would you, it's like the, they build the case as to why this one is deserving of prayer. But you see, I understand that, but it's not faith. God hasn't looked to us to see, come on, Prove to me why I should do this. He looks at us and says, this is absolutely the revealed will of heaven that you would walk in divine health, that you would be in health, that you would prosper, that with long life you'd be satisfied. Forget not all my benefits. I forgive all your iniquities and I heal all your diseases. This is the revealed will of heaven. So, if you've got this perfect intercession going on in the heavens, why isn't everything going perfectly on the earth for you all the time? That's a good question. But you know, in our country and in countries around the world, governing authorities make decisions. They make decrees. They say things like, People are not allowed to come into your house, steal your stuff, wreck your house, 
take your family hostage. They're not allowed to do that. They're not allowed to steal, they're not allowed to kill, they're not allowed to destroy, they're not allowed to trespass. It's the revealed will of the governing authority in the nation. But do people sometimes come into people's houses and steal stuff or do stuff bad? They do, but they're not allowed to. But they do sometimes. The question is, what would you do if they did? Well, you'd probably call the police. Those that are called to enforce the authority. To enforce the declared, the decreed authority. And the police would come, what would they do? They'd probably say, in the name of the law, stop what you're doing. Get out of this house. Don't steal their stuff. Leave this house. <laughs> Illustrated sermon. <laughs> They'd probably say, in the name of the law, I command you to get out. And if the people gave them a bit of trouble, I've seen this, I've seen it on the movies. <laughs> they repeat it. In the name of the law, stop it. Get out, drop your weapons. And they broke and recorded. And then if they don't do anything, they say, I'm gonna use my weapon. And then they have a choice to either do what they're told or die. <laughs> or get tasered. <laughs> so we have a governing authority in heaven, the Father's revealed, declared, and continually declaring the revealed will of heaven that you should be in divine health, that you should walk in freedom, that you should have divine peace, supernatural peace, joy, that your marriage should be blessed, that your family should be blessed, that your finances should be blessed. He's declared the blessings of the Lord over your life. He said that you are the head and not the tail. The destiny and the plan of God's gonna be fulfilled in your life. He's declaring these things and now he waits for us because you and I are the ones wearing the uniforms. You and I don't have to call for the police in the spirit because we are the police. In that we are the ones given the designated authority to evict whatever is camping on your lawn. And we do that by using the word of God. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they're mighty in God to the pulling down of strongholds. So we declare the word of the Lord and the enemy has to flee. When we know and we believe that we're not doing this as some formula we're gonna try and enact, but we know who we are, then as we move in authority, you can say to this mountain, be removed and cast into the sea. And if you don't doubt in your heart, if you know who you are, if you know that you have come into agreement with the triune God who is declaring his glorious will, if you believe that whatever you ask according to his will you can have, then when you speak, mountains move. God's looking for us to know and to believe 
so that we can decree your will be done on earth. You see, when we know what's going on in heaven, when we understand the intercession that's going on for us, we don't pray, please God, please heal them, please God, please heal them. We go, I hear you, I join in with you in this glorious declaration of your will and I come as one who's been given the keys of the kingdom on this earth, as one who's been given the designated, the delegated, delegated authority here, I'm taking the keys of the kingdom and I am decreeing your will, which is be done on earth. And as we do that, we see the kingdom invade, hallelujah. The effective and fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much, James 5, 16. But you know, when we actually understand this, when we believe it, we won't be praying with a scared, anxious heart that says, oh God, oh God, why don't you do something? Please, would you do something? I beg you, please, God, I'll do anything. I'll do anything. God, what would you, I'll, I'll, I'll do anything. I'll give up this, I'll do that. And God's up there going, You've forgotten who you are. You're not some outside beggar trying to make a bargain with me. You are part of us now. Listen to what I'm saying. Ask for the Holy Spirit to reveal to you what you're praying when you pray in the Spirit so that you can come into agreement with my will. Open the Word of God and know as you read this that my revealed will is there and I say yes and amen. So be it. As we listen to it, as we grab a hold of it, we say yes, yes, yes. So be it. It's a two-edged sword. It's sharper than a two-edged sword. It's in his mouth and it's in our mouth and it cuts both ways and things are established. It's an invitation to a banqueting table that's been laid, but we still need to do something and that is we need to get up and eat it. When we're hearing the revealed will of God being prayed for us, all we need to do is come into agreement and declare it and enforce it. In this world, you will have trouble. But take heart, because he's already overcome the world, and he said, whatever you decree here on earth, whatever you begin to pray and ask me, he says, I'm not gonna treat you like somebody that I will consider whether I'll do that or not, as you come into agreement with my will, when you speak, mountains will move because when you speak, it will be as though I am speaking. When you pray, understanding this glorious celebratory party that's going on, when you declare and then you start to praise and dance and get happy about the revelation of what's about to happen, that faith will see mountains moved. When you start to praise, thank you, Father. You might be struggling with an illness or a sickness. Instead of going into the, why, God, why, what have I done? 
What, what can I do? What should I do? What have I done wrong? Where's the door that I've opened? Instead of going there, listen to the word of God that says many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him from them all. You might be struggling just because you're righteous and the enemy hates you. I've had people say, well, I'm not gonna keep doing things at church because you know, I don't wanna come under any more attack. That's ridiculous. You'll be under attack whether you are doing good or whether you're doing bad because the enemy hates you either way. He won't stop trying to destroy your life. In fact, the further you get away from fellowship, the easier target you become because the harder it is to remember your identity without the people around you sharpening you like iron, spurring you on. So instead of getting into all the analytical, why is this happening, why is this bad stuff happening, go, there's bad stuff because there's an enemy, there's, he's a bad guy, God's the good guy, God's for me. I'm invited into his family. I am part of his body. I, I hear his revealed will over my life. So rather than whinging and complaining, getting discouraged and fearful, I'm going to look to the one who helps me in all of my weakness. When I feel weak, I'm gonna say, thank you, God. Help me to tune in to the divine party in heaven. Help me to tune in to your intercession for me. What are you praying for me right now? And just begin to ask the Holy Spirit to help you imagine what they might be praying. What are you going through? Are you having a relational issue with someone in your family, someone at work? What might the Lord be praying for you? I imagine he might be praying, Lord, help them. Help them to remember that they are so loved. Help them to realize that they don't have to be fearful, but they, that it's my will that that one would be saved. Help them to know that my delight and my will is that none should perish, that all should have everlasting life. Help them to love unconditionally. Help them to receive my love so that they can overflow with my love. Help them. The Father is there longing for you to realize that he isn't a judge needing to be convinced. He's already on your side. And he's wanting his revealed will to become so real to you that you begin to declare, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Your will be done in my family. Your will be done in my body. I know what your will is. Hallelujah. By your stripes I'm healed. Your will be done in my heart. Thank you, it's your will that I would know and receive your love in increasing measures until I can't even handle it, that I need more supernatural strength. And it's your will that I receive overwhelming, continuous supernatural help. Hallelujah. I encourage you, instead of forgetting and thinking that you're on your own, struggling by yourself, start to realize you're in a whole big party. You're actually living in heavenly places with him in the place where Jesus Christ himself is continually interceding for you. It's too much. 
It's, it's too much to, to physically, humanly comprehend. So the Holy Spirit's there going, ask me for help. I'm gonna give you supernatural power to realize that yes, we love you more than you can handle. But God, too much attention, too much. He goes, mm, 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 mm. let me open your heart, give you power to receive all the attention you could ever desire and way, way more so that you never crave on the earth other people's attention because you're already so overwhelmed that you can only just give it to everybody else. He does. He'll be there saying, Oh God, help Catherine not to worry about what people think. Help her to realize what we think about her. Oh God, just really, really open her eyes today. As she reads, we know what she's gonna read. So help her when she reads that to see that she is overwhelmingly loved. Help her when she's tempted to doubt that she that she's fully qualified. Help her to remember the words of Jesus. Help her to remember what she read in the book of Romans today. Help her to know that in every temptation, we've already made a way of escape and that the Holy Spirit's right there with her. All she has to do is ask. Help her to know that it's my absolute will to speak to her any moment she needs it. What's available to us in this fellowship of family is way beyond what we have yet opened up and really utilized. Isn't it nice to know you're not by yourself? Isn't it nice to know you don't do this on your own? He's for you. He loves you. Father, we say thank you. I heard a wonderful testimony today from a man in Houston, Texas. We just were recently there and we were asked to pray for a man that had um, terminal cancer. It was inoperable and untreatable. It had gone into his bones, metastasized, and they said the next test, you can expect that your bones will have completely deteriorated and they'll probably break all over the place. And so they brought him up the front and said, please, will you pray for him? We prayed for him. This man was full of faith. And he just posted a thing online saying, I've just been back to the doctor. They're telling me that this untreatable, incurable cancer is now completely in remission. <laughs> Yay! And not only that, my bones that are supposed to be weak and brittle are healthy and strong. And then he went on to say, everyone that's praying for me, can you please not pray that I get healed? Because God has already healed me. Would you please, when you pray for me, thank God that it's already done. Just thank him. And as I heard that, I went, oh, I love this. The only thing that was still there, he said the, the tumor had shrunk to 50%, but the, the doctors had said that the cancer was now completely in remission, all the secondary cancer had somehow just disappeared. And so he said, yeah, keep praying for me, but don't pray that I get healed, because I'm already healed. Thank God that this tumor is gone in the name of Jesus. He was so excited, and I thought, that is such a powerful revelation. 
Today, the father's not up there going, oh God, please, come on, you can do it. The last, 50, last little bit of tumor, come on, just get rid of it, please. Come on, he deserves it, he's been really good. Help him, he's not, Jesus isn't doing that. He's there going, oh, thank you, thank you, Father, this is awesome. Isn't it wonderful that by our stripes, by my stripes, he's already healed. Thank you, God, help him to celebrate, help him to know it, help him to enforce it in his body, help him to jump for joy about it and to sing, O barren, you who have not born. Help him, help him to celebrate and to praise. If this is how Jesus is praying for us, this is how we need to pray for ourselves. Thank you, Father. You know, right now, I just, um, I've got a real excitement in my heart. I believe there's a few things that the Lord wants to do. There's some people here who, who don't yet speak in tongues. This isn't an optional extra that would be a good thing if you're really spiritual. This is actually your invitation to join in with the heavenly party to join in with the conversation of heaven. And the Father says, because this is his will revealed in the Bible, that if any of you asks for the Holy Spirit, he compares it to a son asking a father for bread. If a son asks a father for bread, am I going to give, is a father gonna give him a stone? No, father would give him bread. If a son asked for a fish, would a father give him a snake? No, unless he was really evil. How much more will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask? That is, if you ask and say, Lord, I want this gift of being able to join in with the heavenly intercession. I wanna be able to pray in tongues. I wanna be able to use this spiritual gift to edify myself and build myself up on my most holy faith. I want to utter mysteries to God. I want those mysteries downloaded into my spirit. I want to join in with heaven. I want to, I want to stir up the gifts that you've put within me. I want to pray in the spirit. I want to receive the revelation that you want to download into my heart. When you know the will of God about praying in the spirit and you know it's the will of God for you to receive the gift of tongues, then all you have to do is open your heart and say, thank you, I'll take it. And then like Elisha, when he received the mantle of Elijah that fell, when it fell down, he didn't just go, okay, well, that's good, I've got it. He picked it up and he used it. He struck the water. Where's the Lord God of Elijah? You by faith can say, thank you, I've received that. But then you pick it up and you deliberately Activate it by beginning to speak. If you want to receive the gift of tongues today, I just see that there's faith in the room to do that. I want you to stand in your seat. If you say today, I want that, I want to receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost and fire, and I want, to re- I want to speak with new tongues. Just stand up where you are. Just stand up. Come on. Don't be shy. This is great. We're just going to pray for you. It's going to be easy. Just stand up. Yep, yep, yep. All over the place. There's lots of you. Come on. Stand up, stand up, stand up. This is great. This is like baptism of the Holy Ghost and fire. It's awesome. This is awesome. Yeah, 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 yeah. Everyone, everywhere. Like, this is just brilliant. Come on, it's here. It's going to happen today for you. This is really happy. Stand up, stand up, stand up. Come on. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no. Come on. Stand up, stand up, stand up. It's just brilliant. Brilliant, brilliant. Stand up, stand up, stand up. One, two, three. Stand up. Ready to go. You can do this. 
Very good, very good, very good. All right. Anybody else? Come on, be brave. This is wonderful. Okay, see these people? Who in the room has got faith to believe that the will of God is that today they start speaking in your tongues? Brilliant, go find them, put your hands on them, let's do it. Pray for them right now in the name of Jesus. Off you go, get up, out of your seats, go and pray for them. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, Lord, we ask for the baptism of the Holy Ghost and fire, speaking with new tongues, Holy Spirit, that right now, these ones, Lord, would be able to intercede in agreement with the party in heaven, that they would speak with new tongues now in the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you, Holy Spirit, as they are asking according to your will to receive this precious gift. Lord, I thank you, Lord, that you delight to give it to them. You've given it to them, Lord, right now in the name of Jesus. I thank you for the baptism of the Holy Ghost and fire, speaking with new tongues now in Jesus' name. Now just pray. Pray in the Spirit. Open your mouth now. Just begin to pray. It doesn't make sense to your natural thinking, but begin to pray from the Spirit, believing that God will open your mouth. God will fill it as you open your mouth. Come on, pray for them. Baptize with the Holy Ghost. Whoa, <laughs> that's good. Thank you for joining us. If you would like to partner with us in spreading the gospel to the nations, you can do so via our website, www.glorycitychurch.com.au. We would love to hear from you. If you have a prayer need, please send us an email at info at glorycitychurch.com.au. We would also love to hear your testimonies. You can email these praise reports to info at glorycitychurch.com.au. God bless.